Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. All right, Treacle. This is Dawn. Welcome to the latest episode of From Dollar Square to Wear, the Arsenal Twitter podcast, which incidentally contains adult content which is definitely not suitable for young children. Please like and subscribe and leave a five-star review. It really helps. Also, please be sure to visit the YouTube channel and subscribe to that. We have a brand new show, You Can Be The Star, the most interactive Arsenal show, where the twist is the viewer who entertains us the most on the night can join us live on the panel to air their opinions. We have great guests weekly. We've had Kevin Campbell, who was absolutely brilliant. That's still available to watch. And we also have more excellent guests lined up, which is very, very exciting. Thanks for listening. asking if I'm back and I haven't really had an answer but now yeah I'm thinking I'm back Hello and welcome to this new edition of From Dial Square to Wear. It's the day after the game that we've uh, oh, got many differing opinions on. It was the Aston Villa game at home where we somehow managed to grab a victory from the jaws of defeat, which is always a good thing and it showed uh, a lot of good character from a lot of good players today. Uh, yesterday, rather. Um, but it's... It, I was still pretty deflated after the win, which is weird, because I don't think that's happened very often. Um, <clears throat> but there's still so many deficiencies in the team. Um, the performance overall, I thought, was very similar to the Watford one. And it's just like um, our defence, between the sort of midfield and defence, it's like when Moses parted the Red Sea just lets everyone just walk through and it's just I just hate watching it it's just it's unsustainable playing like that and um, I think the second half showed that um, the players specifically Aubameyang um, Gwendouzi and I thought that Pepe actually had quite a good game as well showed a lot of good uh, promise Definitely showing that he's getting there game by game. Good to see him get his first goal as well. Thanks to 
Aubameyang, which is a, a great thing for him to do. But um, I thought that we won the game in the second half, despite the manager. Um, I thought the players, the ones that I mentioned specifically, and Wayne Chambers, when he came on, he was uh, excellent, um, took it upon themselves to really grab the ball by the horns and uh, dragged us through. The tactics, well, I'd like someone to really describe the tactics to me. I, I don't think anyone has so far on um, on Twitter. It's um, it's just shambolic, really. Um, like I said earlier, we just can't sustain this kind of uh, play. Um, just having Abamyang specifically sort of uh, rescue us all the time, it's just not possible. Like I said, it's just like the players are just uh, from the opposition are allowed to just take the ball and run straight to the edge of our area and um, I don't actually know the specific um, analysis of the match regarding shots conceded and uh, stuff like that but it felt very much like similar sort of levels to the Watford uh, match where we just allow you know whether it be two, three or four players right on the edge of our area, just peppering the goal with shots and um, we can't get away with it. And um, obviously we conceded two yesterday again, like we did to Watford. And um, it's just a, a, a severe lack of tactical awareness, I think, from Unai Emery regarding who to play where. I don't know... Any Arsenal fan that can't see the fact that we need a couple of players, not Jacker, sitting there right in front of the, the back, you know, the central defenders and um, giving them a lot of protection. And we all know that Torreira is one of those. And I, I, I just can't get my head around the role that he's playing for the team at the moment. He seems to be. I don't know, like a number 8 or number 10. And it, it's just blatantly not his position. And we've got better players that can do that role, if uh, that's what Unai Emery wants someone to do. We've also got better players to sit in front of the back four than Jacker. Now, he's obviously going to be announced as uh, one of the... or the main captain this, this week at some point. And no one wants that. Um, and it's going to happen... And the problem is, it's going to cause even more friction between him and the managers, um, Unai Emery and the managers and Jacker, because uh, of, of doing that. And um, yeah, anyway, as I was saying, Torreira needs to sit in front of the back four. That's what he is good at. And alongside him, I'm starting to think of um, well, either Chambers or Louise to play there. But I'd rather have Chambers in the centre of defence instead of. Um, not well, Socrates mainly. I think that um, he's made a lot of unforced errors. I do feel a bit sorry for Louise. I can't um, defend his sort of, you know, giving away the penalties too much. However, in his um, in his case, he has never played in a in such a disjointed defence in his whole career probably 
Um, and he's never played in a team that doesn't protect the back four from midfield either. So he's probably got a bit of a shock to the system. And the mistakes that Louise has made have very much been sort of last resort type of, you know, um, with the shirt grabbing and putting the leg in front. It's just out of the last resort, really. And uh, I do feel a bit of, you know, sympathy with him for that. But I think out of him and Chambers to play in front of the back four, I would definitely more sort of urge towards Louise because of the passing ability which we're not making use of at the moment by playing him uh, in a centre-back partnership with Socrates so I would love to see Rob Holding come back fit and strong and playing well and he could partner Chambers in the centre of defence and we could move Louise alongside Torreira in a sort of 4-2-3-1 type of formation and I think that would really sort of link up the midfield with the defence a lot better. And um, we'll be able to play uh, Willock and Ceballos, or obviously Guendouzi, uh, ahead of those two as well. So probably Willock and uh, Guendouzi sort of uh, rotating a little bit more. Have Ceballos playing there. He took a bit of criticism uh, yesterday as well, which I think is very strange because he is one of the players that's showing an awful lot of spirit and fight and emotion in a good way um, alongside you know Guendouzi I think uh, he's a very important cog of the team at the moment and to give him a lot of stick I think is uh, ridiculous we seem to uh, be bashing the you know the younger players like him and, and Guendouzi a bit too much really we need to be really supporting them and they're repaying us and then some at the moment especially Guendouzi so let's get behind him I uh, would probably put my name beside him as, as captain to be perfectly honest the way that he's going I think uh, you know he could do an awful lot worse either him or Aubameyang in my opinion at the moment but um, we'll see what he announces uh, Unai Emery but for me I just don't know how much more of this kind of football I can really put up with um People are saying, you know, should he go now or should he go at Christmas? And for me, I mean, I'd, I wouldn't hang around if I was uh, Raul or, or Edu, to be perfectly honest. I just hope that, as we all uh, were sort of made aware of, that Edu was brought in to be the overall, you know, looking at the overall picture as far as the, the football is concerned and making sure that um, it all dovetails from you know, the, the youth academy right the way through to the first team. And the style of football, it has been said, is a lot down to Edu as well. And I'm I'm absolutely positive that, you know, he, he just can't be happy with the way the team are playing at the moment. It's just um, not befitting of Arsenal. And I don't think anyone could do a worse job than Unai Emery at the moment to get uh, this team ticking. And for, if it was me... I wouldn't hang about. I'll get him out. I would get Jungberg in as a caretaker boss, at least until the um, interlull, where we could, um, you know, hopefully appoint someone during that period. But unless, you know, if uh, Jungberg completely transformed the team, got us playing fantastic football and um, banging a lot of goals in, then 
you know, perhaps extend him a little bit longer. Um, let's see how it goes. But, um, like I said, I just physically struggle to watch the team like this. It's really hard work. It's um, so flipping emotional. And um, I just think that I just don't think he's been a competent manager in the position, unfortunately. And like I said before, I am not just going on his time at Arsenal, which has been really bad, in my opinion, but it's his previous career as well. That really hasn't filled me full of hope that things will turn around in a positive manner. It's always turned out the same way. He was criticised all the way through a lot of his tenure at um, Paris Saint-Germain, which is um, one of the main reasons why he left that job, because of the negative tactics and not supporting the front three. The magnificent front three that they had. So um, we'll have to wait and see what happens. I, I'm, I'm not holding my breath that he will be leaving anytime soon. Uh, I wouldn't be disappointed if that happened. But the longer he stays in the with the club, I will always support him in every match. I will never boo him or anything like that. But behind the scenes, I will always have these concerns, and I will not be likely changing my mind anytime soon on him um but yeah i am still positive about the squad i think we've got a very very strong squad now but the way that that squad is being asked to play and, and the way we're performing is just such a shame it's just such a shame it, you know it breaks my heart to see this team playing the way it is and um I'm not sure how much I can put up with it. Really can't. So, fingers crossed something will happen soon. But until then, I will still carry on supporting the team as I always have done. I'll just take a short break. We'll be back shortly. Welcome back. Well, the three points were certainly well received um, after the Villa match because the rest of the challenges for us for top four all continue to be completely rubbish. Um, I saw a stat, I'm sure, I don't know who it was, I'm sorry, on Twitter. It was actually on a Spurs um, forum. Because I like to look at those occasionally and see what they're saying. And um, someone was, or dared to be critical about Pochettino. And um, before their last match, which they lost, they uh, said that, that Spurs had only won 19 points out of a possible 51. Now that's um, 19 points out of a possible 54 now. And yet the media still love them. I'm not going to go into all that rubbish again, but it just drives me mad. But long may it continue and long may we go under the radar. That's all I'm taking. That's why I'm taking it now because otherwise I'll just uh, always be <laughs> in a perpetual rage about the media and Arsenal. <clears throat> and when um, we played in the uh, Europa League um, in Germany the other, the other day and Saka had such a blinder, all the headlines were about uh, Man United's uh, youngster. Um, and nothing, there was hardly anything about Saka, who had such a 
impressive match and scored a much better goal with, with two assists as well. It did well. I said, I'm not going to go into all that now, but it was really important. We're back in the top four at this early stage of the season and um, we've got to stay there because Chelsea lost, Man United lost. We've got Man United coming up, obviously, in the next game. Um, are we going to make them look like Barcelona? Prime Barcelona? Probably. But I just hope that the players themselves again take the ball by the horns once more and drag us through. Um, and I hope that United carry on being a car crash. Now, it was also going around on Twitter. Quite amazing bit of footage, really, from the stands at the United game where Ed Woodward... Um, had to turn around and speak to Phil Jones because Phil Jones just said uh, getting sacked in the morning regarding Ollie and Woodward turned around to him and said you know be quiet we're on the camera or the camera's on us something along those lines it's quite obvious that you can actually make out that's exactly what was said so yeah unbelievable um, there must be a bit of inner turmoil there at the club um, understandably but um, Rashford went off injured. Um, I think he's the prime sort of attacker they've got at the moment. I think um, they're pretty much down to uh, Greenwood and Jesse Lingard. So I really hope that they uh, have a ter- another terrible game against us. They were totally outplayed against West Ham the other day. We've got to be... We've got to be at least, you know, I mean, we're a better squad than West Ham. We've got to play at least as, you know, as good as West Ham did the other day. Otherwise, it's just not good enough. So, fingers crossed, fingers crossed that we uh, take advantage again. And be very disappointed if we don't. I really want to go into the Christmas period with a good cushion behind us. Um, so, we're ahead of Spurs, Chelsea and Man United. I mean, Chelsea, out of the three of those are the best I think at the moment I don't rate Tottenham very inconsistent and Man United say they're just dreadful so let's just please 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 get some good form behind us Um, we've won the last two games now we've only lost one all all season and I really hope we can go on a decent run and uh, yeah put some light between us and the rest because um, they are, they're really not looking good. And it could all change next year. They could all have a big turnaround. I wouldn't be surprised if at least two of those three have new managers. Um, they're bound to strengthen again. Hopefully we will too. However, we might not uh, have it quite so easy with their competitors next season. So we've got to take advantage this year. And if that means, um, like tomorrow, we've got... Forest in the Carabao Cup, and if we go out of that, I really don't care. That's one extra, one less competition to have to worry about. Cut out a lot of games in the upcoming weeks and months. Um, and quite frankly, like I've said before, I'm really not bothered about the Europa League either. Um, of course, I'd love to win a bit of European silverware. That goes without saying, but I'm not interested in that competition until we get to the quarterfinals at, at least. And if we did go out of that, I wouldn't be losing any sleep either, to be perfectly honest. Because we've got to concentrate on the Premier League, and the less games we've got to worry about, the better for me. 
you've got to get to Aubameyang through this season and um, by hook or by crook we're very short up front cannot wait till Lacazette comes back really hope that uh, that penalty that Pepe took and scored against Villa hope that kicks him on a little bit um, so yeah that's really what we've got to hope for uh, we've got to get goals from other, elsewhere in the team we cannot be so reliant on Aubameyang and Lacazette and Aubameyang's got 16 goals in his last 16 games and where would we be without him so let's give Martinelli a chance as well let's keep going with Saka let's hope that Therese Nelson gets going against uh, Forest tomorrow and let's hope more than anything that Unai Emery gets the the three the thirds of our pit all joined up nicely with his choices in the team moving forward so that we can play some decent attacking football for once fingers crossed So, it'll be interesting to find out what team we're going to be choosing for the match tomorrow in the Carabao Cup against Nottingham Forest. Um, like I said earlier, I'm really hoping to see Martinelli get a start. I hope that Reese Nelson gets a start. Torreira hopefully should get a start. Not sure about the defence. I mean, fingers crossed Rob Holding will get his first start as well. Probably too early for Kieran Tierney and uh, Bellerin. They've only played, I think, one under-23 match up until about the well 60th, 70th minute, something along, along those lines. So they haven't had much. Um, so yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I hope that Aubameyang doesn't play. I'm sure that uh, Mustafi will play um, in defence as well with Callum Chambers, no doubt. Uh, maybe Zach Medley will get a, a run out. Not sure about left back. I think um, it would have to be Klasnach. I don't know if you've got anyone else. Unless um, I can't think who plays left back for the under 23s. Maybe that might be an option. Uh, Robbie Burton might get a game as well. He impressed in pre season. So, yeah, it'd be good to see a team like that tomorrow. Uh, it's the only reason I would even bother watching. An early round Carabao Cup game just to see the uh, the youngsters in action and see how they get on. So, um, hoping for a win there, but like I said earlier, if we do go out, at least the uh, youngsters have had a run out and we are not going to get fixture pile ups towards the end of the season. But uh, I do hope we stay in for at least a couple more rounds to give these uh, fringe players and youth players more of a, a go. So, it's always interesting. Now, please stay tuned. Um, coming up, got a really, really funny Crack of Dawn episode whereby we uh, have a game of um, Would You Rather, which uh, is, is pretty funny. Also, some jokes there as well, of course, as you would probably become to expect from from Dawn. But um, literally, um, Dawn is, is, well, we're both pretty much in hysterics um, this episode. So, yeah, well worth a listen. Please watch the um, YouTube channel on Wednesday. We've got another show coming up. And the great thing is I've got confirmed a couple of fantastic 
guests, really exciting guests coming up on the show. Haven't got dates confirmed yet, but it'll be in the near future. So please, if you haven't already, uh, subscribe and uh, click the notifications bell so that uh, you are notified of every live show when it's coming up. You really won't want to miss these two guests that are coming up and um, really, really tough to get them on. I'm not going to announce them just yet. I will announce them closer to the time when I know the dates are confirmed. So, yeah, keep uh, keep posted. But please uh, have a watch. Got some good guests coming up this Wednesday as well. And it's always a good laugh. And um, I will promise to try and stay away from all the negativity this coming Wednesday on the show. So thanks ever so much for listening. Please stay tuned. Upcoming now is me and Dawn in the fantastic segment. This is a good one this week, The Crack of Dawn. Have you liked it yet? No? Why not? What's going on? You should be ashamed of yourselves. Your grandparents right about now are thinking uh, wrong ends. Absolute wrong ends. This is wrong, and you know it. Start liking, start subscribing, get on with it. Thank you very much. Now it's time for what you've all been waiting for, the crack of dawn. With dawn. Obviously. edition of the crack of dawn this is the interview edition hello the, there the would you rather edition oh yes great i'm going to keep score on try not to laugh the scales as well okay just be just so you know well you're you're doing would you rather's and trying mm-hmm. me not to laugh and i'm, and, I'm and just can, some jokes yeah, i try yeah. not to make you laugh well yeah. try to make you laugh actually yes yeah, so this is a very, very serious interview if you're going to be applying for, I don't know, a banking job. Okay. <laughs> Not really. Is that, is that one to me already? <laughs> no, we haven't started yet. Oh, that's okay. Okay. Uh, right, so let's start this interview then. Okay. Hello, Miss Kirby. Oh, hello. Hello there. Hello there. So why are you, well, I'm going to ask, why are you applying for this job? Why am I? Where do you see yourself in five years? Retired, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be nice. Right. First question. I'm going to start you off easy. Okay. Would you rather fight a Rottweiler-sized cockroach or a horse-sized gerbil? A horse-sized gerbil, I think. Why? Well, it is to be fairly a case, wouldn't it, I think? It's still going to come out with you some big motherfucking teeth. I know, but a cockroach... Like the size of a Rottweiler, just to then pinch your head off, wouldn't it? Possibly. <laughs> I'll accept that answer. Yeah, I think so. Would you rather talk like Yoda or breathe like Vader? 
tour plat yoga so i would <laughs> so would i <laughs> <laughs> Ah, oh. talk like yoga. Talk I like would. yoga, I would. Exactly. See, I can't even do it, so that's why I'd rather do it. <laughs> then, oh, oh, I am your father. At least you might get some kind of disability benefits for yeah. having massive, badly hate, bad asthma. Maybe. Hmm. Would you rather wee yourself in public once a week? Or shit yourself in private daily. <laughs> we myself, I suppose, in public, you could just like blame. It's like if when you knew it was going to happen, just have like a bottle of water with you and just like chuck the water and you say, Oh, off, oh, did you, did oh, you look see at that? that? Just dribbling out my trouser leg. Would you rather shit house bricks or puke slugs? Shit what? Brick. House bricks or puke slugs? Shit bricks, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely hate slugs, though. I hate slugs as well, and that reminds me of um, when, is it Harry Potter puts the curse on Ron mm. in Thingy? And he, oh, no, it's not Harry Potter. It's um, the, the baddie, Draco, puts the curse on. No, I'm all confused. Oh, yes, yeah, I, yeah. I remember. Or curse rebounds, even. Get it right if I'm going to say it at all. Right, next. Would you rather... Pull off your big toenail or paper cut the edges of your mouth. Oh, pull off your big toenail. <laughs> <laughs> Without a doubt. <laughs> paper cuts are flipping serious at the best of times on your fingers, aren't they? But on the corners of your mouth. Yeah, so every time you open your mouth, it really yeah, no, uh... yeah, no. Definitely pull off my big toenail. Okay. Would you rather lick the nicest ice cream in the world off an 88 year old man's inner thigh and groin or a rotting dead cow probably off the 88 year old's <laughs> thigh and groin to be quite honest with you you have to touch I'd, his ball bag with well, i could do that as well but i like oh. steak but not whilst it's like rancid and shit no <laughs> yeah, and it's probably still not cooked or yeah, but still the old man's going to start getting aroused what? i doubt it very much <laughs> <laughs> That's rank. Do 88 year old fellas still get like their stiffers and stuff? I thought they had all trouble having them doing shit like that when they got past it. There's pills for that nowadays. Well, I suppose so, yeah. (laughs) Would you rather stick a bag on his head anyway? Now go look at the mantle pits when you go (laughs) into fire, do you? (laughs) Would you rather wear wet, smelly socks every day for life or have a stinky breath? I just go with a stinky breath, to be quite honest, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you'd tell you'd have a flipping athlete's foot and all sorts, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, you'd have trench foot. Well, yeah, exactly. They'd soon go rotten and just like green and that and drop off, wouldn't they? Disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather wear only 80s clothes or have 80s hair every day. Wow. Both are pretty bad to be quite honest. <laughs> With real volume, isn't it? Yeah, I can uh, do. I think I went to see my first and first hero when I was about eight or nine years Shaky. old. Shaking Stevens, yeah. And I'm just remembering back to the outfit I wore 
and my hairstyle at the time. Both were absolutely <laughs> hideous. I used to wear double denim like the folks showed you when I was a kid. I still I wear double denim now. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> and flares. And oh, I don't wear flares now. Lock heels, whatever they're called. Yeah, I I don't really know quite how to answer that one. I'd probably go with the hair and make sure I've got always got a hairband on. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to. You have to have a 80s hairstyle. Oh, screw it. I'll just go with the hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just go with the hair then, fine. Would you rather smell like a terrible fart forever or drink a diarrhea milkshake? Uh, well, again, <laughs> neither are very appealing, are they? No. Um, I don't really know. I probably don't have fart loads anyway. I probably smell like a terrible fart most of the time anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Would you rather eat a bucket of mangy scabs that's fallen off a dog oh. or swim in a pool of pus? As long as I've got like a whole like snorkeling suit over my whole body, I'd probably go with the pool of pus. As long as like absolutely none of it touched my actual skin or anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, would you rather save the life of a starving person you've never met and never will meet or have an actual working lightsaber? Possibly the working lightsaber, <laughs> to be quite honest. Uh, but really what I actually would do. What would I do with a lightsaber? I'd do lots of stuff with a lightsaber. Yeah. Do some welding. Yeah, I'll stick with a lightsaber, I think. Mm. Would you rather have... About £100,000 cash or a million pounds worth of Amazon gift cards. £100,000 cash. <laughs> you could do an awful lot of buying me uh, anything on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah, I suppose. I'd still like the cash. I'll go for the million pounds. Okay. I'll just get rid of a hundred grand probably in about a month. What if you what if you thought about it wisely? I got would. Yeah, that's boring. I just like sex, drugs and rock and roll and the rest are just waste. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Would you rather eat a pube sandwich or drink a vomit milkshake? Oh yuck. <laughs> Depends <laughs> on pubes are like respect as well, wouldn't oh, it? I can't oh I hate hair when it's not on attached. Well. I do as well, especially when you get one in, get when you get a hair in your mouth, not necessarily a puke, because you've got to be kind of like in the right type of thing to be getting pubes in your mouth, of course. Um, but yeah, just a hair in your mouth is bad enough, isn't it? So again, yeah. all those like wiry things all stuck around your teeth, around your tonsils and shit. Mm. But again, vomit, ooh, fucking vile, isn't it? Vile, vile. Yuck. I don't really know about that one. You've got to choose one. Oh, well. Oh. oh, God. I'd have to eat the pube sandwich because at least I could roll it up in the bread. And you yeah, taste just swallow it whole and hope you don't choke. <laughs> you just like, be like a cat or a dog coughing up coughing a furball. furball. <laughs> Come out in your poo. No, no, Yuck. Would you rather eat a bucket of maggots or a whole raw chicken? Well, you'd die off a whole raw chicken from salmonella. You could. Eat the maggots. 
dead die pretty much as soon as I went down anyway. Yeah, I'll go for the maggots. Okay. Would you rather eat a bar of soap or drink a bottle of shampoo? Eat a bar of soap. My mother often promised she was going to wash my mouth out with a bar of soap, so see what that was like, finally. Well, that's, uh, I've only got one left, and that's uh, the old, old, no, actually I've got two left, I beg your pardon. The old classic, would you rather be invisible or be able to fly? Invisible, I think. Yeah. So then I could just go and get on a plane and fly anyway. Mm, very yeah. smart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. You have to sit on someone's lap there. Sit in the aisle away. Find a spare seat somewhere. There's always one or two knocking around, isn't there? Yeah. Just go in the overhead locker. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Just lie under the chairs. And sit up the front for the captain. Would you rather, this is the last one, have real life mermaids in the world or real life unicorns in the world? Mermaids, I think. I would, they're all more exciting. Unicorns just like normal horse. Yeah. With a horn. With a horn. 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 Yes, I think, uh, yeah, definitely mermaids. Maybe they always do exist already. No. Okay. Right then. What about yetis and. So there was wild yetis or the Loch Ness Monster? Say that again. What do I want? What would you prefer out of yetis in the world or the yetis. Loch Ness Monster? Yetis, I think. Hmm. I don't know. I've been on the Loch Ness on a boat, the boat trip round Loch Ness. That's like, it would have been well exciting to see the Loch Ness Monster. I think that actually exists anyway. I reckon there's something in there. How deep is the Loch Ness? Not the deepest. Is it, in the, not, is it might be in the world. Mm. About a mile deep or something. Really yeah, that deep? That deep? Yeah. Ah. It's massive. When you're there, it looks like a, a small ocean. Ah. In some parts, you can barely, barely see the other side. Ah. Any other? Mm. It'd be cool to see Yetis though as well. Yeah. I can't decide on that one. Probably the Loch Ness Monster. Is the family nest. That's family nest. Uh, right, what's your jokes? My jokes, right then. <coughs> why did the sperm cross the road? I don't know. Oh, why. this one won't work for me. <laughs> <laughs> because I put the wrong sock on this morning. <laughs> <laughs> wrong pair of knickers on this yes. morning. What do you do when you come across an elephant in the jungle? I wouldn't come across an elephant in the jungle. Yeah, wipe it off and say you're sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what do you do if your wife starts smoking? Pour water on her. Yeah, slow down and possibly use some lubricant. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. It is a good one, isn't it? Right then, let's have a look. There, a guy sitting in the doctor's office. The doctor walks in and says, So, I have some bad news on my face. You're going to have to stop masturbating. Patient, I don't understand, Doc. Why? And the doctor says, Because I'm trying to examine you. <laughs> <laughs>
what's the best thing about fingering a gypsy on your period? You get your palm red for oh. free. <laughs> That's rank. What website you got these bit, off? Oh, I'm like, not sure. Um, what's worse than ants in your pants? Uncles. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Sorry. <laughs> did Cinderella do when she got to the ball? <laughs> Gag. <laughs> uh, uh, if a woman, if women drink a glass of red wine, it increases the chance of a stroke. If she drinks normal, <laughs> she might even give it a little fuck. <laughs> what? Say that last bit again. <laughs> if women drink a glass of red wine, it increases the chance of a stroke. If she drinks the whole bottle, she might even give it a little Oh, we'll say some till next week. Yeah, okay, then. Oh, birthday shout out to Mark. It's his birthday on Monday, the 23rd of September, a week before mine. It's at FC underscore Columbia. So, happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy, happy birthday, birthday to you. Dear Mark. Happy birthday to you. So, I'll see you next week. Oh, but you forgot to say who won with the points. <laughs> oh, I, did. I think I won, to be fair. <laughs> uh, right, yeah. Well, that was fun. It was fun. I'm still crying. <laughs> we shall reconvene next week. Okay. Bye. Bye. See you bye next bye. week. Bye bye. There's a quick belated happy birthday as well to Tony Turner who was had his birthday on the 6th. So happy birthday Tony. And it's at TAO Profit 420. Many happy returns mate. Two more birthdays to mention. There's uh, Boston Gunner Billy, my man. He's at Arsenal underscore Boston. Great news about your little daughter. She's beautiful, Billy. And a very happy birthday for today. Monday the 23rd. A week before mine again. And old bloke Steve, who is at Calvados 100. It was his birthday um, the day after the Watford game. Bit of a shame for that weekend, but um, many belated happy birthday wishes for you, Steve, as well. Take care, mate. Can anyone catch them, do you think? Uh, yes, of course. Bring them on army! Bring them on army! Bring them on army! Yeah, unbelievable, we didn't expect that. Awesome fingers,